He has a loving wife, a dad body, the three kneecaps, and he has a bird. Welcome to the podcast, He Has a Bird, with Sean Shelton. Hello, service. Chris Seich. Welcome back to the podcast, He Has a Bird. I am your host, Sean Shelton. Today, I have the legend, the legend, David McCants. David, I want you to just sit there for a second because I'm going to introduce you and this is going to take a while. So first of all, first of all, thank you for coming. Oh yeah, no problem, man. No problem. And secondly, David McCants is the product of Northern Alabama University. He came over to replace a, also a legend, Tony Hollitz for the Berlin Adler. I did my homework. Um, He went from the Berlin Adler to the Berlin Rebel. Super questionable move there going to a rival. Uh, to the Hamburg Blue Devils, Dusseldorf Panthers, finally making it to the New York Lions. He's a GFL championship in 2009, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2019. He's a Euro Bowl <laughs> champion in 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. He's a German Bowl MVP in 2009, 2017. And you even won a GFL 2 championship somewhere in there, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I helped, I helped Hamburg Blue Devils uh, move up. Uh, I, I appreciate how you said that, by the way, that you helped. Uh, that's very good wording. And yeah. uh, it tells a lot about you. I like that. Um, yeah. uh, what the hell, David? You, you, just, you just didn't leave anything for anybody else in this time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you just, just super greedy. Nah, man, just, you know, uh, as a competitor, you always want to compete. And, uh, and, you know, competing with a team um, it's, it's also about a team thing as well. So uh, I want to uh, be motivated with uh, with other people. But also, if I need to motivate other people as well, that's no problem. We, we can go both ways with it. So it's all about motivating and, and having that goal to achieve. And yeah, man. Absolutely. How many how many career rushing yards do you have? <clears throat> yards, uh, I think right now 11,700. 11, uh, yards, yeah. So, back, I think back in 2017, uh, I don't know if I'm the first running back to have over 10,000 yards in Europe, but uh, for Germany, for sure. You know, I don't know any other. So, when, when people talk about David McCants, you are the blank of Germany. I'm thinking like you are the Emmett Smith of Germany. Uh, <laughs> you are the Adrian Peterson of Germany. What, what, what would you prefer? Ah, nah, man. I'm Doesn't, just, I'm just you're regular the David guy. McCants of Germany. I'm just, I'm just David McCants, you know, just played in Germany. That's it. <laughs> I hear you. What, what running back do you relate to the most from like a playing style? Uh, I would say a little bit of uh, Barry Sanders, a little bit mm-hmm. on the smaller version of him with the Ladanian Tomlinson. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's with not, those two. Yeah. You know, that's that's not, who, that was my two best. Those were your guys. Yeah. Yeah. Not, 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 not a bad two running backs to, to, to uh, relate to or to, to look up to. Um, I got all that information off of your wiki page. Did you know you had a wiki page? Bro, I did. I think (laughs) I found out like three years ago. I did not know I had that. I did. I really did not know. But you made it. When I grow up, I want to be David McCants. Someday (laughs) I want a freaking wiki page. I like, I just Googled it. I was like, all right, I, cause you know, I'm a fan, but I didn't know every single year you won a German bowl. <laughs> or 
And uh, I obviously knew you won the Euro Bowl, uh, the Euro Bowls in 2015, 2016, still stings. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's a laundry list of championships. So I was like, all right, it's got to be somewhere. First thing that yeah. pops up, David McCann's wiki. It was like, damn. Oh, wow. My man yeah, made man. it. <laughs> my, man, my man is up there. <laughs> I didn't know who did it or, or I, I don't know. I, like I said, I found out about it because I, I don't know too much about computers myself. So yeah. I did not do anything. I don't, I don't know. So. It's, it's pretty accurate, though, because it also said that you have 11,775 yards. Oh, wow. 123 touchdowns, which was third best in club history at the end of his career. It lists yeah. everything that you had. Wow. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically your entire GFL career. Somebody, somebody laid it down for you. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even got, know that. Even got, even got your birthday, 20th of August, 1987, Northport, Alabama. Let's go. Right. Wow. Let's Not go. just Northport. That's like Northport. direct. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Northport, stand up. Northport, <laughs> stand up. No, yeah, so somebody, right. somebody's out there Yeah. Know, knows too much about you, maybe. Yeah, someone being nosy, man. One thing, one thing about the wiki page, though, that I'm interested about. It said um, you went to the Blue Devils because something with the CFL didn't work out. Can I don't know that. Story. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, of course. Uh, the thing is, 2009, 2010, and 2011, I played half season in in Germany because. Uh, as a you know young player, you know I was like around like 21, 22 years old. I still wanted to find a way to get to uh, you know CFL or mm-hmm. a small chance at the NFL. I was just hungry for it at that time, and uh, yeah, and yeah, I went to um, yeah back in 2009. I played half season there. I, I did not know nothing about. Europe football, Germany football, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Had a situation back in 2008, 2009 uh, with my pro day. I really didn't have a chance to do a pro day. And uh, yeah, but long story short, I just did not have a chance yeah. to do a pro day. And kind of got me off track, you know, and I had, I had uh, one, one team interested in me. Uh, I know about New York, uh, New York Giants, but they was at a pro day and I wasn't there, you know? So, you know, like me being, you know, just another normal player, you know, in America, uh, yeah, they just said, okay, he's not here. Right. We got to find. I think that's, I think that's what people don't realize is, um, is there's a ton of talented football players in the States. And for you to kind of make it to that level, you know, obviously there's at the running back position in the NFL, there's, the, the handful of elite guys, but then everybody yeah. else is just talented football players and right. uh, maybe not special. And the star, the stars kind of have to align for you to get that shot, especially coming from like a smaller school like yourself. Yeah. Um, and uh, I get this question a lot and I, I please don't be offended by it. And uh, it, it might sound rude, but I think, I think it's a question worth answering. Uh, mm. Do you feel like your career was a failure because you didn't make these leagues? Or do you feel like um, something was missing from your career no. because, because you weren't able to achieve what you wanted to there potentially as a goal? Yeah. Which I've been asked the same question. So that's yeah. why I'm, I'm asking it to you because I'm interested how you feel about that. No, uh, I would say, like I said, when I was young, I felt like 
you know, why they don't see me. You know, those first three years uh, when I was in uh, Germany, 09, 10, and 11, you know, uh, yeah, I kept asking myself why they don't see me, you know, why the NFL is not looking at me or, you know, why I can't do this, why I can't do that. And then after a while, you know, I started adjusting to the, the life of Europe, the life of Germany, uh, being here. And, and I was, I just told myself at the end of 2011, I want to take a chance on playing one full season on a team and just try to build something up, you know, for myself or for my team. And uh, yeah, and that's what happened. And yeah, I've been here ever since, you know, so, and, and now like, you know, fast forward to now, it's like, uh, now I'm able to do what I love to have a chance to, you know, help other running backs, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, help other players overall to achieve their goals, you know, as in, uh, for example, I'm helping a lot of uh, players, they from Germany uh, in this area, Braunschweig area, and uh, they had a chance to uh, go to high school and they see what I've taught them and showed them, you know, the, the way uh, of how we play, truly play football in America. Also uh, with Hugo Klages, uh, he's from Braunschweig. Um, he got a scholarship for University of Massachusetts. I was training him as well, and uh, he see he was prepared and he was ready. I gave him that mindset to, you know, let's you have to get it going, man. You have to you you will have hundreds of players like you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that is just as good, if not better. But the difference is the mindset, and I trying to find ways to change that change their mindsets. Mm-hmm. And um, when you look and when you look back on your playing career, you mm-hmm. don't have a what if or you're you're satisfied with what you were able to accomplish. No, nah, no, nah, I'm satisfied. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. You know, um, yeah, like the thing is, is for me, it's great to, to win the individual uh, uh, MVPs, championships. But the great thing that I, I, just the way I am, I love to see other people achieve goals because they see me achieve goals. For example, mm-hmm. they, they, you know, I have a lot of kids look up to me like, hey, you, you've done a great job. And I, I would tell them like, hey, I'm, I'm just a normal guy. You can do the same thing, but right. you have to, you know, so helping others is the, is the great thing. Uh, yeah. Great thing. Yeah, I think when, when you're an import that stays over here for a long time, such yeah. as yourself, and like you almost, you almost become like an ambassador for the sport and your, your role kind of changes and it becomes more yeah. than just playing and how well you can do. And, right. But I've been asked that question several times and it's like, no, no, I don't feel that my career has been a disappointment because I didn't get to where I wanted to be as a 14 year old kid. Uh, yeah. What I'm doing now is also special in its own way. Very, it's just different. Very, um, yeah. So that, so, so it, after 2011, you decided to, to kind of uh, make your career in Germany, get on a good mm-hmm. team. What, what, uh, what about Braunschweig drew you in? Like why, why you bounced around from club to club until that point, playing in Dusseldorf in 2012, and then Braunschweig in 2013, and then you never left. What, what drew you in about Braunschweig? Okay, uh, like I said, before at the end of 2011, uh, like I said, I, I, just, I just decided to, you know, take a chance and play one full season to see how it goes, to see how I would play a full season here in Germany. And um, so in 2012, uh, I knew a guy named Exodus Creighton. He's a legend as well here in Germany, also in Europe. He has won many championships. 
uh, in the in the 90s as well. Okay. Uh, so I heard about him and the few players that were there. They was very talented. Um, I played against Dusseldorf uh, back in 2010 when I was in Berlin Rebels. So I seen they had a lot of young, talented uh, players there as well. So I was like, okay, let me take my chance there. Uh, they was also moved up in the first league. And, uh, yeah, just being around uh, extras – uh, because he had more experience than I. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, he he kind of gave me a little knowledge of, of you know, the, the the living and also the work ethic as well of, mm-hmm. of playing on the team here. And, uh, yeah, I adjusted – I feel like I adjusted great there in 2012. And But I would say in 2012 we had a, we had a lot of great players, but it was just couldn't, just couldn't uh, – summing up like the way we wanted to at the end of the year. I think we were six and six, I think, uh, that year. And uh, it was a lot of, you know, disagreements uh, on things uh, with the, on the business, business side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so me and some of the players from 2000 in Dusseldorf, we decided to, hey, let's take our chances in Braunschweig. Uh, uh, we don't know too much about Braunschweig, but let's let's take a chance. We didn't know. I think also Braunschweig that year fired their coach, and um, that's when they hired Coach Tomlin as well. I did mm-hmm. not know too much about Tomlin at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I, I heard a few things about him being here mm-hmm. uh, in the in the early two thousands, and and you know he had he went to uh, to GFL a few times. Uh, I mean to the uh, German Championships. To the mm-hmm. um, bowl a few times back in the early 2000s. So, uh, me and some of the players, we was like, "Hey, let's take a chance in Braunschweig in 2013, and uh, let's try to adjust to those players that are in Braunschweig right then." And you know, we went there. Coach Tomlin, you know, he chose us. I'm mm-hmm. happy that he did. And yeah, and 2013 was also a lot of up and downs, but. The thing I loved about 2013, maybe one of the best years, is that we had to fight because we did not know each other at the time. But we grew into something. You know, every every game was a was, was kind of like a battle, no matter who it was. You know, but at the end, we found a way to 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 find we found a way to to win it. You know, we had a lot of people hurt in the beginning of the year. I think between like. I think we had like nine starters on defense uh, that had ACL tour. You know, you know, um, yeah, John. Yeah. Sure. He was one of them. I know. Yep. John Clemens. He was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, we had a. Um, yeah. Dude's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. John Clemens mm-hmm. a beast. Uh, yeah, we had so many players injured, but we found a way to win games, mm-hmm. playoffs, and then 2013 went to the German Bowl, and yeah, and that's when everything started. You know, so what, what besides the huge salary made you stay in Braunschweig for so long? What besides the 10,000 euros a month made you stay? Great. Ah, man. But just the, we, we were, we molded into something. Yeah. I guess, like I said, for the end of 2013, man, when we won that German Bowl, uh, it was a very special moment. Uh, and we knew we had something. Yeah. And so that's when we, we, we came together and we was like, hey, we got to do this again another mm-hmm. year, man. 
this is great. So, mm. and that's what we did. And Coach Tomlin did a great job. Him and uh, he and Coach Likens did a great yeah. job recruiting. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, we, we, you know, uh, you, could, you could tell in 2015 when y'all came down to Innsbruck, you could tell that you guys had really good team chemistry and like, yeah, there was just a, which is still, I still think it's the best football played of best football game I've ever played in was that 2015 right. semifinal in the Euro Bowl. That was a fucking fight. That was a war. That, that was, was a war. so many, so many good football players on the field. And, Bro, and I think, I think, yeah, like just your guys' lack of panic. And because we came out and punched y'all in the mouth mm-hmm. hard as we could. And then we just could we just couldn't keep it up. But the, the resolve that y'all had is like you could tell that y'all been there, done that. You know what I mean? And that's that's a special that's a spe- when a football team gets to that point, oh, they're tough mm-hmm. to beat. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. tough to beat. And that's yeah. that's kind of where we are as the Raiders right now. We right. we started that was when we were starting something, right? Two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. And, right. Uh, so I can completely understand when you know you're in the middle of something special, you don't want to leave. You don't want to. Yeah. Just want to keep and, and making that, it better. Yeah, that's that's what it was, man. Like, uh, like I said before, in 2013, was something special, man. We mm-hmm. became more than a than a team. We became, a, you know, a, a truly a, a big family. You know, these yeah. are my my brothers here. You know, so. And when that uh, happens, that's the the championship starts being rattled off. But yeah. I want, you know, so it's 13, 14, 15, 16, go on a roll. Mm-hmm. And then there's, then there's a, there's a two year gap in there. And yeah. a team, a team from the South came up and, and became a challenger to you guys. How, how important, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in German football, so I don't know if there's bad blood or, or what the relationship between Hall and, and Braunschweig is, yeah. but uh, I'm curious on your thoughts of how, do, how important did you think another team, specifically a team coming from the South, yeah. Uh, yeah, to actually compete for championships was important. Was it important for the GFL, and was it important for you guys? Because I think every team needs that competitor, right? Every team needs exactly. that that person to push them, that team to push us. For us, it's the Vikings. You know, yeah. like if we don't grow, if we don't get better, we're gonna get beat. Yeah. So everybody needs that. So how important was Hall coming up to to the Lions and 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 for you personally? Uh, Swabies Hall played a very important role in that 2014, 15, uh, 16, and even now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because they, they became very competitive in the South. And that's what, uh, over the years, it's, it's always been the North, you know, most of the time. If it wasn't Braunschweig, it was Kiel. You know, if it wasn't Kiel, it was Hamburg. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was always the North most of the time. Uh, so Swabish Hall, you know, like you said, back in 2014, yeah, we, in the German Bowl, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we, we beat them pretty bad, you know, uh, on the jump. But then, like I said before, it, it was more of a family thing for us. But uh, Swabish Hall came in, they seen it, you know, they felt us. They was like, oh, these guys are real. So we, we have to step our game up. Mm-hmm. So they stepped their game up and... 2015 came, we played them in the Euro Bowl, and they started getting closer and closer. You know, they started becoming more competitive. And that's what we needed. You know, we needed to be on our toes mm-hmm. uh, as, as a team as well. And yeah, they kept competing, they kept fighting over the years. And then 2000 and 
seventeen. Yep. I think yeah, two thousand seventeen. Yep. Yeah, they they yeah they beat us, man. They beat us, man. And uh, yeah, and after that, yeah, they got on the roll so, again. So what was that like for the Lions? Uh, because you guys were going for a five beat, right? Yeah, uh, I believe so. And what was it? What was it like that the, after the 2017 season? Was it? I imagine it was a very different scenario from the past yeah. few years because it was like, oh, okay. Did anything yeah. change? Was there a sense of urgency? Was there a sense of intensity uh, no, for the next two years, I'm, or it's just like, hey, they got us that time. We just got to keep doing what we're doing. No, nah, it was just uh, <laughs> hate to say it. But some of us was getting older, uh, you know. Okay. You know, so I was close to thirty, you know, at the time, and you know, uh, uh, Casey, he was getting a little bit, uh, getting injured mm-hmm. as well, a little bit. Uh, some of these players, you know, we was getting older, you know, but also we was we were still competitive. Our mindset was still, you know, to compete though, and yeah, and and but. Yeah, no love lost against Swayze Hall. They're they're a competitive team. It's no all love, and and that's what we need. That's what they needed, too. So it helped both. Yeah, exactly. uh, Both sides, the North and the South. Right. Did that that make this past – I know you were a little bit beat up towards the end of this past season, I believe. Yeah. But did that that make this past championship special to be able to get back on top where, where I'm sure you guys feel like you belong? Oh yeah, oh yeah. This year was, uh, well, this past year it was kind of like. Now it's the new new age of of, of the Lions. There were there were new people, uh, more hungry people, uh, hungrier people uh, on the team, and uh, but also you still have those old heads like like me, Nicholas Romer, Bolo. Mm-hmm. It's like we are still good players. And we still have the mindset of winning. Mm-hmm. But we knew that we couldn't do it ourselves because we didn't have that team back in 2013. But most of the time, I think 2013, yeah, because some of those players had left. Right. You know, they quit, they retired, you know, moving on. Uh, also for Shredder, Shredder was great. Uh, he's, still, he's still out there playing, still out there balling. But, um, yeah, but we were still there to show the young players how to, you know, uh, win championship to stay calm. It's okay. Let's mm-hmm. keep fighting, working. Mm-hmm. Still, we still have four quarters, you know. Uh, and also, Coach Tomlin still he he still did what he needed to do as a coach uh, to keep us grounded as well. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So was now, that was that a way. gratifying, it was different experience being more of a mentor role? Yeah, and, and because as opposed. I, yeah, man. Because it's I would say just a different role as in being on the sideline, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, when I'm on that field, it's either I would, I would try, if they need me to make a play, I would. If, if they need me to be a decoy, I would. So it didn't even matter if I had the or not. Just being on the field, uh, it, it was a, you know, great uh, excitement to be on there. But now being on the sideline, it was like, yeah, you know, it's, it's okay because – I knew Mike, uh, not Mike, but uh, Chris McClendon. I knew uh, he was going to do what he needed to do. That dude runs uh, hard. Just, yeah. Man. That dude yeah, runs man. hard. Oh, my and, God. And, and the crazy thing about it, he's only learning. He just mm-hmm. now learned, you know. And, and I was happy to be there with him uh, along the way to keep him motivated. 
Uh, and yeah, and he just exploded through the midseason and mm-hmm. yeah, dominated the game. And, and he he deserved that MVP not only because of that game, because of the, the whole year what he had done throughout the whole year. No, I thought year. I thought it was probably the first German Bowl I actually watched. Yeah, it might be surprising to people. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, that dude was hands down. Hands down, the and I, I, I actually watched because I wanted to watch Brandon play. Uh, big fan of yeah, that yeah, but, yeah, uh, Brandon. But that dude yeah. ran hard, so he was very well yeah. deserving. So now, right. now you, you, can I say that you're done playing? Is that is that a, a <laughs> are you is that a, is that a thing? Are you are you, um, are you done yeah. playing? I I guess I yeah man I, I, I yeah I I'm done man like like I okay. said before, right done now, for my, now it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> not done man because because uh like yeah man like now my my body is 20 years man playing running back it's crazy no matter what level it is man doesn't it's, matter it's, wear and tear yeah you 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 yeah good now right wear and tear man it's just breaking me up you know and I feel it now you know with my knees I never had problems with my knees until. I stopped playing, you know, and yeah, and I noticed like last year, like when I got hurt, it was just a crazy situation. It's just like, damn, like usually I would get injured, but I can come back with no problem, you know, but now getting old and, ah, it's you know. It's crazy how your body changes, like shit that would never even bother crazy. me. It just, right. you don't heal. You don't heal nearly as fast. Like things Exactly. Just- exactly, man. So. And, and that problem that's what I think and so I feel like this time but just to to help uh win the German Bowl one last time it still was was a you know a great situation mm-hmm. you know even on the sideline so so you know you haven't really had an opportunity to miss it quite yet because of everything that's going on but what what do you think you'll miss the most from playing oh man actually believe it or not the practices yeah you know uh Funny. Yeah, man, just being there uh, with the guys, having fun. You know, but also uh, when it's time to work, it was time to work, you know, uh, at practice. Uh, like I said before, I'm, all, uh, I'm always there, maybe in, in an hour, two hours before practices, uh, running, pulling sleds, uh, yeah, doing a lot of different type of workout, even helping young, young players. Uh, and that was that was a great thing about it, man. And um, yeah, and then I would practice. Then I would practice after practice, you know. So just missing those things, uh, yeah, hanging around with the guys, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. Oh. Yeah, I, I, it's gonna be a tough, tough road for me when when that day comes. But I, I think it's it's not that far down the line. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. enough's enough. But uh, yeah. But so now, so now your your role has kind of shifted within the club, right? So you're not you're not actively playing, but you still are active in the club. What 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 is your current role within the within the Lions? Oh, right now I am coaching the uh, U19 team. Cool. You know, uh, uh, I'm coaching those players, um, just teaching them a lot of little techniques, a lot of little things, how to become professional in things, situation outside of football and, mm-hmm. you know, how to become just a great football player, but also as a, as a person, you know, yeah. show them, you know, this is how you should play. And also this is how you should do outside of football as well. So I'm giving them both ends. They don't know it, but 
<laughs> Maybe they know it actually if they listen to this podcast. It's like, ah, that's what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. So, no, I think that's cool as hell. I, uh, I coach the, we've talked about this before, but uh, right. I, I coach the U18 for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's such a cool age. And I, I think that's my favorite. That's been my favorite thing to do for the past yeah. several years, like even more right. so than playing. I just, I think the gratification from working with these kids um, yeah. is is better than any gratification I get from playing well. Right. Because, right. because you see the progress in them and, yeah. and you, you're teaching them what you know. Yeah. And to see them do it the way it is yeah it's crazy man it's mm-hmm. crazy you know mm-hmm. and and that's a great feeling about it you know i've been doing it ever since actually 2009 you know just unofficially you know just teaching and helping players but i didn't even know that much in 2009 i just just the knowledge i knew back then just helping the players out and see the progress i'm like oh and mm-hmm. uh so yeah man it, it's, it's a great feeling a little a little tip for clubs out there if you have an import who actively helps player development. Right. You should probably keep that guy. Got to keep as him. Long take him as you can. Because right. that's huge. You found a good one. If a guy yeah. is that passionate about football and that help and that wants to actively be involved in the youth, you found yeah. a good one. Uh, right. So, so U19 is not the only thing you got going on outside of that. You are a personal trainer as well. Or what, yeah. what do you got going on outside of football? Yeah, yeah. Also, I have a full-time athletic training job here. Uh, I'm at FT Club, uh, um, fitness training club here. And we are training uh, all types of players from soccer, basketball, uh, American football, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we teach you, I mean, we're also training, uh, you know, the normal people as well that wants to get a good workout in. But the also, normal people, non-athletes. Yeah, <laughs> the well, normal the non-athletes, people. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, you can non-athletes, uh, yeah. non-athletes that want to get a athletic workout in sure. and uh yeah to motivate them as well and uh yeah man that's 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 what i'm doing outside of football Not but also, yeah I, but i think i think like you got to take your hat off to imports that are able to come over here and and create a life outside of football like when you come right. over here and use football as a vessel to live abroad and if you like that and you like where you are and you figure out a way to, to make a profession outside of football. I mean, that's, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. So many guys try to do that and it's really, really difficult. It's really right. it's difficult. Very, it takes time, man. It mm-hmm. takes time because of the system, the way it is, man, it, it takes a lot. I've been doing this for some years now and I'm just now getting on my feet uh, outside of football. And uh, yeah, it just takes time. But if you are willing to, you know, take the time and be patient and, and have a goal in, you know, for, for whatever you're doing and trying to stick to that goal, it, it can happen, man. It can yeah. happen. So, yeah. Uh, I, you're so damn cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> Switching topics. You are so damn cheesy. <laughs> What'd you be? Man, proposing in Paris, you are so <laughs> damn cheesy. Did hey. you do it in front of the Eiffel Tower? Nah, bro. No, okay. I, that, that was the plan. That was okay. the plan, though. Like, <laughs> okay, like, uh, yeah, I, I've been planning this last year for like, I don't know, two or three months. Actually, uh, it was my, ever since I've been here in, in Europe, I've always told myself, I thought it would never happen, actually, but I always told myself, like, if I, uh, you know, 
ask my my woman out, you know, to marry me, to ask her for marriage, I would do it in Paris because as an American, you know, where for me, like being in Paris, we, we only see that in TV in America. Absolutely. We only see the Paris Tower, Alpha Tower, whatever. So just being over here, uh, you know, near Paris, it's like, it's a while to me, but I never, I never wanted to go to Paris until I met that one, you know, ah, and uh, okay. I, which is kind of, I did go with the football team. We had to play a, a game Sure, there. but you don't really. But, yeah, we don't count that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not the same. It was only for business. So, uh, yeah, man, I wanted to do it in, yeah, like you said, being cheesy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> in this shape. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, do it in front of Paris, the, the Eiffel Tower. But mm. I went there with the ring and we were walking and I was like, uh, your ass is gonna I, get mugged. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I, man, I got so nervous, bro. I got so nervous. But the great thing about it, though, we had a hotel, and uh, I think it was a very special too. We had a hotel, and outside the window, you can see the Eiffel Tower. Ah, cool. Yeah, so I. I That's I where that brown track salary comes in. <laughs> What's up, Dave? No. Flying first class over to Paris. <laughs> Crazy, man. But uh, that's when, so I was like, man, this would be great right here, man, to, uh, you know, do it by the window and, you know, the Eiffel Tower is right behind nah, her. Perfect. perfect. Yeah, man. Hey, so happy for you. Congratulations. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Congratulations. It. Nah, I think that's great. And and Paris, I don't know what you think. I, I actually played for a team out just outside of Paris. So I was traveled to Paris during the right. day all the time. There yeah. is something very romantic and like, special yeah. about that city magic so, city man so romantic. it's a good choice but you're you're cheesy as hell and a hopeless <laughs> romantic <laughs> so so you finished up you finished up your playing career as one of the all-time greats you're a living legend yeah. in european football uh you mm. transitioned to a coaching role you got your you got your foundation set with a with a job outside of football as well you just got engaged everything's going right for you dave yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's, what, what, where are we going from here? What's the plan moving forward? I mean, to, you know, like, like I said before, yeah, it looks good. It sounds good, you know, with all the championships and what I'm doing outside of football, but it's still, it's still a lot of work, you know, a lot of little details that people don't see the, to do this, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, man. Like after, I mean, just doing what I'm doing, you know, and try to make this, I'm trying to find ways to grow, grow sports, you know, uh, as long as I'm growing into teaching and, and coaching, then I want to find a way to help others, you know, uh, as, as to trying to find ways to achieve their goals as well for, the, for their future. You know, my goal is to help other people achieve their goals. That's the, you know, so yeah, man, that's what I'm doing. That's what Perfect. I'm doing, man. Perfect. You yeah. got anything? You got anything specific you want to talk about, and how how you're going to be able to do that? Uh, yeah. Right now, like, like I said, I'm working at my uh, athletic training now mm -hmm. uh, here in Braunschweig, and um, yeah, so I'm doing a lot of. We have classes. We were planning on doing some uh, online classes as well. So anyone from you know in Germany, outside of Europe, you know, outside of you know anywhere around this world. You know, let's try to take advantage uh, of this, um, of the uh, the social life, social yep. media life. Uh, yeah, and let's get it going, man. So Perfect. that's the 
Yeah. So perfect. I can't believe it took me this long to comment on it. I've been wanting to do it the whole time. You look big yeah. as hell, bro. You you are you lifting? <laughs> You've been doing a lot of bees and trees, man. Yeah, that chest looks big as hell too. <laughs> You look, you look like you're not, you retired from running back and about to play fullback. What are you doing over there? I uh, mean, it's just a camera, man. I'm actually small. I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, David, thanks. Thanks for joining. I think people, yeah. imports like, imports like you are, are hugely important for the game of football. Like we need, we need Americans to come over here and, and make a living over here and decide to stay over here. And uh, not just Americans, but always helpful people that are passionate about growing the sport. And uh, I appreciate you for joining us, and I appreciate everything you've done for European football. Yeah, man. No problem, man. Always, bro. All right, man. Hey, take care. Thanks again. All right, then. See you, bro. I'm wasting my life pursuing my dreams. Running and running. Running and running, falling down hard Scratching my skin, breaking my heart Bleeding and hurting this part of the game Nursing the fire, fueling the flame Thank you for listening to the podcast, He Has a Bird, with Sean Shelton. Sean is the best. He is the superstar.